this is Valerie Aiello, and you're listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back, y'all, and hanging out. Okay, so one thing I am realizing, which I guess is probably obvious, but I probably need to get to the meat and potatoes of a show instantly, like in the first 30 seconds, because I think for me, you know, I'm not focusing on content right now as much as I am just focusing on consistency and getting here every day and talking into a microphone and trying to do it alone and seeing what that all means. And I'm trying to talk about my idea diary, so I'm sort of journaling my business every day. Um, And it's just practicing talking. I am not great right now out the gate, but I do feel like it's coming. I do feel like I am getting better than, say, the first day I started doing these shows. And I think we're on show 60-something. So it's been two months of of working on my skills, trying to get my chops up, my podcasting chops. And, you know, I do think it, it will probably take a full year of going every day to really get to, I, I don't even know if it's, you can say professional level, but at some sort of level that's listenable for a group of people, whoever you might be that hopefully are my new internet friends of people that want to talk about what I want to talk about and bring ideas to the table and just kind of exist online in some way, showing off my real personality and connecting. Because obviously, it's going to be a huge part of the future. I think all the young kids now that are kind of growing up on YouTube, the high school kids, the 20-year-olds, and now the little kids. There's plenty of people that, I guess the 90s kids, maybe, depending on what year they were born, they don't really remember a household that didn't even have the internet. I grew up in a time when we did not have internet at all, and especially not in our bedrooms. And I sort of like it that I didn't have the internet in my bedroom. Um, but, you know, the world's different, so that's a thing. But those, those kids that grew up on the internet and the kids that grew up on YouTube, they can communicate into the camera kind of like a journalist might be, have the skills to talk into the camera and to communicate and to enunciate and to get to the point and to be great storytellers. But that's all, those are all skills that I have to work at. And I, I did grow up in a time when you don't necessarily want to put your entire life on the internet. You don't want to have every single thought that you've ever had. You don't want to like put that in stone on the internet forever. And that was good advice. I think a lot of the families, and this this isn't a dig in any way, 
but the parents that put their birth to every single life event for a kid online on Facebook, that there could be some issues with that in the future. And, you know, maybe it's maybe it's just all going to be fine. And it won't be that big, big of a deal, I'm hoping. But, you know, I just, I grew up in that age group where you, you really weren't supposed to put everything on the internet, especially when you're mad. Now everybody gets mad about everything 10 times a day and they tweet about it and it's set in stone forever. That's, that's your, that's your history. So whatever it is, I'm trying to show up every day online, talk about fun, important things. I don't feel like I'm getting too controversial or anything crazy. So I'm feeling pretty safe and, you know, if something does come back to haunt me, I just, I guess, have to apologize or something. I don't, I don't feel like there's necessarily anything in my head that's bad, but, you know, you never know. You could, the way that they're changing the way words mean and they're changing kind of the way people see things, you know, where people, two people can um, have the same experience and then have different memories. That's real. And there's even people that go over and over and over again in their mind, like past, just their past in general. And they're not even remembering the real way that it happened. They're actually... Their, their mind is creating false memories of the way things unfolded. And, you know, that's kind of the way the human brain works. And it's one of those things you just have to accept, I guess. Anyway, I think I'm going off into a tangent. And my point being, I'm showing up online every day. I'm trying to build, I guess, a show. And I guess build an audience. But really, I feel like I'm trying to build, I, I guess, I'm just trying to find like-minded people to have conversations with. So whatever that means. We don't have to be best friends. We don't have to agree. We just, hopefully, at some point, I'll be able to, you know, do lives with different people, have interviews with different people, and just kind of experience what it means to have an internet world, an internet life, internet friends. Okay, so before I forget, if anybody, I was vegan for five years, I'm not vegan anymore, and it's not political, not anything, I just... I loved being vegan, and then one day my instinct, my body said I needed meat. And so I just had to kind of listen to my body. And I probably didn't have to do that if I didn't want to, but I I did. I couldn't be a perfect vegan for my whole life. If you can, that's wonderful. Um, I think it's really great to be vegan, even if you get to be vegan. You know, people say like, oh, let's have vegan Mondays. And 
I guess that's good. But I think having more long-term kind of vegan cleanses is totally probably necessary for the amount of meat and just bad stuff that we eat. When you're a vegan, you start, you cook differently. The recipes are different, even though you might be eating the same thing. You know, it's vegan pizza, it's vegan nachos, it's vegan burgers and fries. But there's there are different ingredients, and I think just getting different fruits and vegetables and different weird things all the time, I think that's really healthy. And I did feel like there was something, like my blood was cleaner or my veins pumped easier. There was something very positive about being vegan. When I stopped being vegan, I didn't feel much of a change, which is why I really recommend people to try one month being vegan to even a year. I did five years very easily. You know, I feel like whatever it was, my body needed that little cleansing push. So I recommend it. But the one thing I really cannot go back to is having real half and half, real creamers in my coffee. And I used to love just normal half and half, just coffee and half and half, no sugar, no anything. I used to think that tasted really great. And now it tastes so gross, I can't even believe it. But vegan creamers are, you basically have to spend hundreds of dollars trying every vegan creamer on the market because you're just like hoping the next one tastes good and the next one tastes good and the next one tastes good. And it's just kind of a vegan coffee, I don't know, experiment lifestyle. If you cannot do dairy for whatever reason, this Chibani oat creamer, pumpkin spice, limited batch, y'all. So if you can find this in your grocery store, buy it immediately, probably buy two because it's creamy. It's on the sweet side. So uh, I kind of balance it out with a little almond milk or something. But holy moly, this creamer is good. So I just wanted to be sure and let you guys know about that just in case someone's out there that likes to try different things but doesn't want to waste all the money trying all the different things. That is 100% no fail Chibani oat creamer for your coffee. Just do it. And it's pumpkin spice. The pumpkin spice train has entered the station so the entirety of the grocery store is pumpkin spice. I guess that's fun. I like it for a few months, I guess. I, I basically, today I wanted to go over content and what it means to kind of have a show and what I'm, kind of my perspective on it. So the number one thing, if you have a show, is to make your show valuable to yourself. I know a lot of people, a lot of internet business marketing, YouTube and Instagram gurus will be, will say, don't make it valuable to yourself or you got to make sure you're interesting for other people to enjoy your thing. And my opinion is, is at least right now that I'm not saying that that's bad advice, but I think right now this shift is happening to where I think you can focus on yourself and what's fun for you and what's valuable for you. Because I think obviously 
there's money to be made on the internet. Obviously, it's you have to put work into it. And staying consistent, I think, is the number one goal. And having your show be valuable to yourself, I think, might be the key to consistency. So I'm just valuing consistency over searchable, super... I'm saying searchable content that is really great to have if you have it naturally, but just having content that you enjoy and that you want to watch, I think is almost more important than high volume, at least in, in the beginning. I know I've seen there's Sorel. Um, she has she had a photography blog. She does the advanced selfie. So photography YouTuber and I've kind of watched her over the years kind of struggle over it was really exciting and it was really exciting to make a bunch of money and it was really exciting to be popular but once she got to a certain level where she made all the money she bought her home she traveled the world she did all the things and she was popular and now she's kind of left with what now and I think she did all the right things but now I think it's becoming more apparent is to make things valuable to yourself as well and maybe not focus on being the most popular you can focus on that and that could be one goal but then kind of have a plan for the next step okay the second thing is to make it enjoyable and realistic to do so I'm doing every day because I feel like I need that push I need to break through that learning curve of what am I going to get good at this? And I feel like I'm way late in the game. Should have done this like 2010, but I just, you think it's really embarrassing or I didn't even think it was hard to do. It was more of the embarrassing factor, but I guess I kind of reached the age of like, who cares? Like, okay, this is embarrassing, but I'm doing it and I'm enjoying myself. And that's, that's important. That's more important than being, than looking cool. And the third factor is that you're learning something. So I think a lot of the people that reach a point where they're thinking, this is boring. I've, I have all these subscribers. I have all these brand deals, but I'm not learning anything anymore. And then maybe they've, Put, got themselves in that situation where it's now you have a mortgage and a car payment and you have all these bills so you have to keep doing the things where you're not really learning anything and you're bored you know so I think keeping your expenses low making sure you're learning something is definitely going to help make your show and not put you in some weird position and the fourth thing is, could you imagine yourself being valuable to somebody else? So whatever it is you're choosing to do, even if it's just being funny and brightening someone's day, just um, whatever you're making, imagine yourself being valuable to someone else. So for me, I do whatever I want. And I've been doing whatever I want since 2007. And I just kind of want to inspire people 
that that you can have that life, whatever it is. You do have to have, you have to be crafty and have a lot of revenue streams, possibly. Some people just fall into it. Some people, it's a drudgery hustle all the time. But you, you can figure out the way where it's not drudgery. And you can have fun. And it does take skills, I think, but maybe it doesn't. I have certain skills like graphic design and illustration and video making where I can charge a living wage to make projects for other people, like a client work, and I can still pay my bills and I can still have fun. I've stopped taking client work because I'm trying to get to the next level, and but that's for me. Somebody might love client work and do it endlessly till the end of time forever and make great money and be their own boss. But basically, your the ideas in your head can create your lifestyle and your mind generates your income or can generate your income. And that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to fully 100% make my income off of my mind. And I am married, so a lot of people will say like, oh, well, you're married, so you can do whatever you want. And that's not true. Like I was doing it before I got married. And when I did get married, I made my husband quit his job and do it as well. And the only reason why I I can do that, I mean, the main key is to keep your living expenses as low as possible, don't have debt. And I've lightened up a little bit on, say, I might buy a little bit of fancier groceries or I might micromanage every dime. But I've lightened up a tad. And, but I'm in the position to do that now. That wasn't like an option. 10 years ago or whenever it was. So there's some structure, not structure, but just how would you say? There are some rules that you may have to set for yourself to make sure that you can create the life of doing whatever you want. You know, it's it really is different for everybody and it really is possible for everybody. You just have to figure it out, I guess. And as long as you're trying, you really can't lose. And I, and I definitely want to say, like, just being your own business owner or your own boss or your own in control of how you make money doesn't mean that, you're, that you don't have a job. You can definitely enjoy yourself and have a job. Like, let's say you're a teacher or let's say you work at a library or let's say you're a million trillion job possibilities just because you get a paycheck of some kind doesn't mean that you can't have extra income revenue. And you could have that job for a certain amount of time. Like Gary Vee, he's his own business owner, but he worked for a decade at his father's liquor store until he got to be Gary Vee, who does whatever he wants and works 24-7 every minute of the day, but, um, you know, he enjoys himself, and he's a boss, he does a lot, that's the show of today, 
hopefully it wasn't too much rambling. I think I've I've gone over 15 minutes, so sorry about that. But we'll uh, edit this up and get it loaded in for today's show, and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this on any podcast platform, iTunes or Spotify. And thank you if you're watching this and listening to this on YouTube. And if you found this show valuable, you can always buy me coffee. The link is in the description. And I still don't know how to end the show, so I'm just going to play the music. (laughs) 